Hello, podcast listeners. Thank you for joining in. Welcome back to Social Small Business. My name is Brooks Gray. And I'm Lee Simkowski, and we're in season two. Season two. We're on our way, like all these sitcoms that like <laughs> have like nine or ten seasons. We did take off June and July. Yep. Uh, enjoyed the summer. A little bit of the summer. A little bit. We worked a lot. Yeah, and uh, students are heading back to school, and so we're back in session here, and uh, we got a lot of stuff we've learned over the summer hopefully you have as well Mm -hmm. um but one of the things i have enjoyed this summer my family and i is i live in green county and we have a local appy league baseball team oh really appy league is affiliated with the mlb um but it's like college college students what are they called in greenville fly boys okay yeah are they like the savannah bananas no, no, no. Oh, they don't do Too TikToks totally. and stuff? No, no. Too Love totally. this event. They only play for like a month and a half, maybe. Like it's a, it's a wooden bat league for college players. Oh, okay. To kind of gain gotcha. experience with wooden bat. So we've loved doing that. And uh, rumor has it, you maybe experienced some sporting events as well. Well, we did. We kicked off our summer watching Tennessee baseball in South Carolina. We're big Tennessee baseball fans in my household. and. Watch them go. Uh, we didn't get to go to the College World Series, but we definitely followed it. Our kids were staying up till 11 o'clock at night with us watching those games. And um, so we decided to take them to my husband's favorite team is the Cincinnati Reds. So for his birthday, we said, hey, let's take the girls and go to a Cincinnati Reds game. Well, you know, I can't go anywhere without like <laughs> thinking about and processing uh, what's around me and how it relates to small business yeah so even during the summer when you were away with your family uh, enjoying your husband's birthday uh, you were attending a baseball game and this is where this podcast comes in because the title is things i learned at a reds game that's correct because i actually took notes on my phone while i was there (laughs) yeah and so uh so we're kind of excited about this because it kind of spurred a uh an idea to kind of keep this thing going Mm -hmm. and we thought because you actually stopped at another place on the way home. I won't yeah. say where, but yeah, there's Stay some, tuned thi- for that there's one. some things That's you September. learned. Yeah. <laughs> things you learned there. And, and so we were thought, we thought, let's just do a things I learned uh, series of sorts. And so we're going to talk about what we see when we're out in the world and, and things we've learned from other businesses, sports teams, yeah. how it can relate to small business because yeah. everything does. You yeah. can learn. I, and I, I, learn this early on in this business is it doesn't matter where I go. I can pick up either a leadership skill or notice something that will help South marketing group at some point. And so when I was sitting there, there was a rain delay at the Reds game and I was sitting there and I was like, you know what? They do this really well. They do a lot of things really well. And I know it's the MLB. Um, and so I think you can learn a lot from major league sports. They've got the largest fan bases in the country. So things you learned, um, does it mean you learned that for our small business, we need like batting gloves? (laughs) Well, I actually picked up six things. They have nothing to do with batting gloves. So (laughs) I will start with number one. Um, and that, and that really, this one really relates to you. And I thought that you would be the perfect person to talk to about this, but, Music and video set the tone and energy for any brand at the at the Reds games. And, and um, 
really any um, major league or college sport, you have walk-up music. They have those intro player things. Even at the high school level now, they'll throw the players up on the screen in those videos. (laughs) They do that at Fly Boys too. And they have that that high-energy music. And um, I think we've kind of always known this, and it's kind of you and I take for granted that other people may not know it because it, it affects us directly, and we think of it with everything that we do for our clients is we try to, and you're excellent at matching the music to the tone of a brand. I've, that is one thing you are very gifted at. So if you want to talk a little bit about how video and music can well, help a brand. I'm a musician first. So typ- typically a lot of times that's where I start when, uh, even when we're creating videos, just naturally I'll, I gravitate towards finding a song first and then a lot of times my edit can match the music that I'm picking out or the the feel of the video. But when you were talking about this, it reminded me, have you seen the, have you seen any of the reels or, or social media posts that will have clips of a movie and it'll say music matters mm-hmm. and uh, it'll, so it'll, it'll be playing like, I saw one that was like Avengers end game. And so it shows this dramatic shot of somebody walking away from it, from an explosion and then like it's kind of going back and forth between two characters that are actually about, like in a fight or about to fight and it's playing like you know some uh, um Al Green song or something <laughs> like, like about being romantic and uh and so the whole the whole point of it is music matters and uh I absolutely believe that and it it can set the tone and um for what you're doing, whether it's a reel, a short, mm-hmm. a TikTok video, yep. whatever, whatever you're posting, um, I think it can kind of be natural to pick trending audio, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But also, um, I would say find music that fits what you're trying to communicate. I think so too. Like at Lakeway Auto, when we do some TikToks, and I'm just showing inventory, I'm gonna, and it's trucks. I'm gonna find a song about trucks, not necessarily. Um, what's trending on TikTok, but the music that goes with that visual, I think is so important. And that's, that's something that I'm glad you hit on with the the social aspect of it, because you have all that music at your fingertips, but make sure you're a creator on TikTok and not a business, because if you're a creator, you have access to more of the music. But even with like, um, we have a client who's, whose industry is fairly boring and they wanted a, a hype video, and you're and but your the way you approached that was so um, organic, so it didn't look like it was forced. But you would just through the music that you chose to put with the video, it really set them apart. I mm-hmm. think so. I do. I'm I'm really glad that you're a part of this maybe, team because uh, I couldn't do that. Maybe that should be another service that we offer. Like, hey. I will pick up music for you. <laughs> you could. You definitely <laughs> could. We could make a lot of money at that because you're Maybe. really good at it. I've ne- I think I've only asked music to be changed on our intro of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else, <laughs> I've been like, oh, that music is great. Um, the second thing I picked up was... They kept everything so simple and concise in their messaging. They didn't get flowery with their words. They weren't, um, they didn't overdo it. Simple. I always like, if I'm scrolling through my feed and it's something important, don't show me a graphic. Use a color block um, that Facebook offers you and just type it out like school delayed, period. 
you know, (laughs) opening at 10 a.m., whatever that message needs to be. You don't have to go in. I know a lot of people use Canva, but you don't have to go in Canva and, and, and create some graphic for every message. But you could actually throw your brand off doing that. But simple, concise messaging is something I think audiences appreciate. Yeah. And even in now hiring, like if you're scrolling through social media and you're seeing picture after picture and graphic after graphic, and then you see a, just a one solid color with big text that says now hiring, I'm probably going to stop and look and see who's hiring. And that, and that's what the reds did on their screen. Like I told you there was a rain delay and any updates that came was a red backdrop and white letters. And that is it. And that's all that we needed. And sometimes that's all your audience needs is simple and concise. Number three, um, this that made me think of you too, was classic and creative can coexist. The Reds, I don't know if you know what their mascot is. Do you know what the, I forgot the name of him, but he's that baseball head guy. Yeah, big baseball head guy. Yeah, I forgot his name. But and his little wife or girlfriend that goes with him everywhere. (laughs) It's a classic. He's always been there. He's like the classic mascot for the Reds. But um, they made him do things in a creative and modern way. So they were able to keep their longtime mascot, but update him with, with certain things. So, and I think you're really good at, especially if there's a a brand that we have that is classic, they've been here, you know, over 50 years, um, like East Tennessee diamond, you know, they have it, but you can, you have the capability of making it look modern as well. Yeah. And an easy way to think of this is look at, two of the largest brands in America, Coke, Coke and Pepsi. Like they're, they have their, their logo hasn't changed a ton over Mm -hmm. the years. It still has that classic look. Pepsi's probably changed more so than Mm Coca-Cola, but they'll make modifications to it to kind of modernize, you know, the way it looks. And nobody, nobody really notices until you point it out. And it's like, Oh, "Oh, they, you know, it still has that classic feel like it's the, coke i remember but yeah. it's like newer so and i'm glad i mentioned east tennessee diamond because they're celebrating 45 years 45 this year years, so yeah. shout out to them for 45 years in business there but they're they're a really good example of somebody doing it locally that make that classic and create create creative coexist yeah and there's i think there's something to be said too like because those are oftentimes seen as polar opposites and so you feel like you have to throw away everything you've done before if you want to get really creative and do something new and that's that's not the case at all um those two things can coexist so i agree um number four this is probably i I don't know why i put it number four it probably should have been like the most important thing um but experience is everything and i'm not talking about experience in your business or brand i'm talking about the customer's experience once they hit your business or they talk to you for the first time the experience they walk away with is everything if you're talking about you know first impressions to retention um i love you know i love using lakeway auto on here <laughs> um, i feel like they should be paying us like for right? advertising <laughs> but i love using because they do so many things so well and one of the things that they do is um the cut the customer experience when they're there they have for 30 years they have been a no pressure sales approach so when you come on that lot you're not being approached by somebody until you're ready and they they can tell when you're ready so that sets the tone right there is okay this isn't going to be miserable 
This person isn't going to pressure me. And that sets the tone for the rest of their experience. And, you know, we have a ton of reviews on Google that basically say this is the best car buying experience I could have had. Mm -hmm. And I think it's truly because they let the, they let the customer take the lead. And, and there's a lot of different businesses that, um, the experience is excellent. And we could talk about a, a lot of those, but I think sometimes people, small business owners can get caught up in the transaction of things and they forget about the experience. And I think maybe bringing that back in mind and starting with what's the customer going to experience when they get here or when they interact with me online or if it's a service that, that first meeting. So I, I try to, it was a good reminder at that game because the, the overall experience was excellent. It was hall of fame weekend. We got to meet Pete Rose and some other guys. Um, I know he's not cherished in baseball anymore, but Blake still likes him. Put him in the hall. Of fame. <laughs> So I think um, walking away from that, I'll go, you know what? I'll go back to a res game. And that's the feeling you want when somebody yeah. leaves your business or leaves your, a meeting with you. So that reminds me of uh, this. I serve at a small and growing church in Greene County. And uh, we were talking in staff meeting this past week. And the pastor brought up that we had a pastor visit from another church who was in town. And uh, he came and visited and we have a small building our parking's not great most of it's just in a grass field um and he sent a, a message back to our pastor saying hey i just want you to know like um the things that you all do to welcome people like we're implementing almost everything you all are doing and he said it's he said when i came and visited he said first of all your parking is terrible he's like you know, it wasn't, you don't have this big immaculate space. He said, but from the time we parked our car to the time we walked in the front door, we had eight people greet us, like excited that we were there. Yeah. You can overcome those yeah. and, things. Um, and so you, you may be thinking like, well, you know, we don't have a fancy building or I don't well, that's have Lake this. Auto. That. They don't yeah. have a fancy building, but yeah. they overcome it with their people. Um, and it's funny you mentioned that cause I was actually reading an article earlier today. I didn't know you were going to be talking about this. But it said it was talking about experiential marketing and um, it said 50 percent of customers. uh, This is according to Forbes magazine. 50 percent of customers that had a positive brand experience reported that they would share their experience on social media. So that's why it's important to have a positive Mm -hmm. experience, because you, you basically have walking billboards like they're going to tell their friends and then they're going to tell their friends so it's free free advertising just to give them a good experience right and those those reviews are really important because people want to see what other people experience Mm -hmm. and it's also important to respond to those reviews because we actually had somebody go on and say they bought a car from us and had a terrible experience they meant to put it on another person's they thought we so we responded with, I'm sorry, but you didn't buy a car here. So those, it's really important that you get the reviews, but also respond to them yeah. because that, that shows that you're engaged. And this goes back to a, an episode we had in last season, uh, even respond to the positive reviews. Absolutely. Like, tell people, thank you. Thank like, you for letting us earn your business. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, that's, that's really important to the, the end part of that customer experience is okay. They've acknowledged the fact that I gave them feedback. So, um, fifth brand loyalty is important. Uh, the reds created opportunities for individuals, but also just the crowd in general to be involved. You know, we can't be involved in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's not something Le- legally legally right <laughs> there was somebody that ran on the field when i was watching <laughs> the braves uh play one night somebody ran on the field but there's there's not opportunities for you to be involved in the actual game but all these things they did between innings um things that they did with the crowd even if it was just hey find the mayonnaise jar in the crowd or you know (laughs) something like that um so that's where social media comes into play for a smaller business when you don't have that kind of platform is let the let those people in give them opportunities to be a part of it show behind the scenes and be like hey do you like this shot or this shot better give them invite them into your business help them be a part of it i think wendy's wendy's on twitter what is called x now. oh yeah well, we'll have, that'll be another podcast <laughs> wendy's on the app formerly known as twitter uh did a great job of this in a unique way when they were um asking people so basically they they created this scenario where people would um mention wendy's and uh and say roast me roast me wendy's and the wendy's account would like make fun of that person oh i I still see these and it's years later and i still see screenshots of them and they're still hilarious and it was a way for the people to be involved with the company Mm -hmm. in in a unique way yeah you know yeah so i i really i like the idea of engaging and not just saying everything you want to say like the the reds could have sat there and just gave us information the whole time we were there, but instead they made it the experience fun and they involved us mm-hmm. as a crowd. Lastly, um, having a franchise guy is good for the brand. I think this is Lee's opinion. Votto for the Reds is their franchise guy. He's been there forever. Um, he's their first baseman. Explain what you mean by that, by franchise. So franchise guy, guy is somebody that's loyal to your brand. That he's like your internal influencer. So, I mean, people, Votto's not the top guy on the team. De La Cruz is. Votto's not the top guy, but he's loyal to them. He represents the Reds because he's been there so long. I think Chipper Jones was that guy for the Braves for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, when you have that guy, I just feel like it brings credibility to the table, relatability to the table. You've got somebody that's so loyal to you that they will – be the brand for you that that says something to a community that says something to a buyer and even in terms of uh baseball it doesn't necessarily even have to be a player when i think when i think about the cubs i think of harry carey like the announcer announcer, yeah who would always sing the seventh inning stretch yeah uh, yeah he was or even a coach the lsu coach uh lsu baseball coach he was like a, he's a staple down there. Yeah. He's there. He was, I mean, he's, I think he's leaving. Was it LSU or somebody Tennessee played? I forgot. But he, it was his last year mm-hmm. that he was going to coach. And they were like, gosh, he's been here forever. He's the guy, you know? Um, so even out, even outside of baseball, there's other, there's other industries that. So what happens if you lose that guy? Or, well, that's a, that's a great question because one of our clients did lose their franchise guy after 13 years. And after after 13 years, you're going, well, who's going to do this now? We just identified somebody else and we've worked him into that role and he's thriving and he's seeing a difference in his own business. It kind of reminds me of uh, I was listening to a podcast with uh, Pastor Craig Groeschel one time. He was talking about leadership and 
he was being interviewed by somebody and they, they were asking him like, Hey, you know, your, your church is like year after year voted as the best place to work in the country. Like it's a huge church. And they're basically like, how do you, how do you hire, find and hire the leaders that you have to make it such a great place to work? And his response was, well, that's really simple. He said, we don't, we don't find them and hire them. He's like, we build the leaders mm-hmm. we want. And, uh, and a lot of times we forget to do that as business yeah. people. Like, um, if, if the culture at your workplace is terrible and nobody wants to be there, maybe you can do something to change that culture and start raising up people who are excited about what you're doing yeah. and, uh, become those internal yeah. influencers for your own business. Yeah. But yeah, you can. And that, and that's what we, that's what they did was they found, they identified somebody that said, he's more than capable of being this person. We're sorry. We hadn't thought about it before, you know? Yeah. So, and it doesn't mean you have to have one person, but, but those are very identifiable yeah. when you have the Harry carries of the world. So right. you can do those, those bigger things that you think I'm a small business. I can't do those things. You can, you can do them on a much smaller scale. Right. So take those six things away from this and try to implement them in your small business. All right. Real quick. As we close out, you want to re-highlight those? First was music and video set the tone and energy for brands. Yep. Keep it simple and concise with your messaging. Classic and creative can coexist. Experience at your place of business is everything. Yeah. Create opportunities for people and brand loyalty. And then having that franchise guy or girl is good for the brand. All right. Well, we hope these tips will help you out and grow as a small business. We're excited to have you back and excited for season two as we continue the podcast. A lot of people said we wouldn't make it late. I retired the joke at the end of our podcast. It's retired. Retire the joke and change the music. That's right. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening. Until next time, have a great week.